0: Live on Joy 99.7 FM, this is the Midday News. The news is also live on Love 99.5 FM in Kumasi. We are on affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on Kekeli Radio in Ho, ATL FM and Castle FM in Cape Coast. We are on Kaliawe FM in Nakachi and Jubilee Radio in Keta. The midday news is also live on X Spaces, Facebook, MyJoyOnline.com. The midday news is sponsored by Petrol Soul, your clean for all in full quantity. Petrol Soul is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Duo Plus, Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDPE pipes and water tank. Where Dura Plus goes, water flows. This afternoon, payday is here for government workers, but no pay for CTAG members, as their employers make good threats to withhold their August salaries for no work done, despite the argument that their strike is legal.
1: This August have not received any salary. Hmm, this one is only God who will see me
2: through. So now we are looking at alternative ways in which we can get money to be able to survive.
0: We'll get to hear from some shocked members who are hoping that Wednesday's meeting with the NLC will write the anomaly. Also in our second part of our forest under siege series, Arocha Ghana questions reclamation of lands degraded by illegal miners.
3: Business persons, they've gone into our forest reserves, mined it for gold, traded it, kept the profit for themselves and the public is going to pay for a loan that is now going to be used to reclaim the mess of some businesses. It's not fair.
0: Also, General Secretary of the NPP says the party will be firm in handing down sanctions to airing members, including Presidential Aspirant Kennedy Ohinye Japong, hold before the Disciplinary Committee as he insists there will be anarchy if the party's regulations are not respected.
4: We should be seen to be fair, very neutral, unbiased, and also take decisions that will be in the supreme interest of the party.
0: We have sports.
5: Ghana Football Association election timetable put on hold due to court injunction.
0: And much later, Judicial Service staff of Ghana condemns what it describes as the unlawful invasion of the premises of the Tamale district court by some residents in the area.
6: Members are afraid now because of this incident. In fact, this is not just the first time, just last week or so, same incidents happened at Kandeti.
0: We have that and more in this afternoon's edition of the Midday News. I am MFA Apau and this is your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Please do stay on for details. Many thanks for your company. Let's settle down now for the details. Many government workers are smiling all the way to the bank for their August salaries, but that's not the case for ctag members. Uh, we're told they've been engaging their banks and they woke up to the harsh reality that their August salaries had not been credited. Well, government has made good the promise or the threat to actually withhold their salaries for being on strike in spite of the pleas for them to head back to the classrooms. The situation has left many members frustrated and bewildered. The Education Ministry's PR Kusikwating earlier indicated that the striking teachers do not deserve their salaries due to their work, hiatus in August.
7: Because what controller told Ministry of Education is that if indeed they want to effect the payment assets just last July, it was not going to be possible. What essentially means is that they will have to sacrifice the entire payment structure for all civil servants in Ghana, maybe at the order of the 2,000 employees that we may want to factor. So it was resolved that I guess they make the payment. And of course, the payment was going to take into account all outstanding areas or our outstanding negotiations. Sitak said no. So what Ministry of Education is saying is that, well, in the amount of August, you did not go to work. You did not work. Even against the National Labor Commission telling you that since all you are looking for has been agreed upon and has actually been approved and payment is scheduled for next month, you have to go to work. Sitak said no. But I mean, you know that Sitak just like most of these colleges of education, it's just like an industrial hub. You work to produce output and then we use that money to pay you. If you do not go to work, the fundamental question that we have to ask ourselves is that, where do we get money to pay you?
0: Well, the employer indeed has not paid CTAG members for the month of August. So we've been hearing from some of them CTAG members and they are grappling with the uncertainty, contemplating how to provide for their families. Some of them have been speaking to join us.
1: This program have not received any... Salary. Hmm, it's a blow because one, <laughs> we didn't expect that to happen. And know most teachers depend on the salary. It's few of the teachers that have other sorts of income. In fact, hmm, this one, it's only God who will see me through. So even I have to even go and then surrender my policies to support myself. Okay. Because I don't know how long this will take and I can't leave and I have school going children. Next month or two, one will be going to SS,
2: so you can imagine. In fact, it has a negative impact on us because, as my colleague said, most of us depends on our salary to be able to run our families for the month. So now we are looking at alternative ways in which we can get money to be able to survive. The thing is that now we have resolved that until all the arbitral awards are implemented, we are not going back to the classroom in the sense that the strike that we are, we've are we embarked on is a legal one.
0: Well, the members are hopeful that the upcoming NLC meeting on Wednesday with SeaTac's leadership uh, will bring an end to this particular situation. Fidelis Kamayi is the chairman of the CTAC Accra branch, thankfully joins us on the line. We are grateful for your time here on the midday news. Are you as surprised as your members that indeed, a government made good its promise not to pay you or get salaries?
2: Yeah, we are very much surprised because... Um, we are on a legal strike, and once you're on a legal strike, there is no law that says that when you're on legal strike, your salary should not be paid. So this came as a surprise to us. But notwithstanding, we have resolved that the fight in which we have started will fight till we get to the end of the tunnel.
0: I'm wondering, how are you going to cope uh, without August salaries? It's as, it's as hard as it is right now as we speak.
2: Yeah, some of us, we have spouses who are working, so we are going to depend on their meager income. And some of us do have some insurance policies. We're going to discount them and some other insurances and investment that we have. We're going to discount all of them and see how best we can live on them.
0: And how long are you able to depend on your spouses, um, on their salaries for you to survive? Because government says until you call it off, they will continue to withhold your salaries.
2: Yeah, until all the arbitral awards are implemented, we are not calling it off. So if it warrants that we look for alternative means to survive, we are going to do. If we're going to get meager jobs or other teaching appointments somewhere, we are ready to go and do it to survive.
0: And as leadership, it looks like you have alternative. How about the ordinary members of CTAC? We've heard some of them, how it will be a struggle for them to survive. Really, how are you hoping to resolve this? Will Wednesday's meeting be the way forward out of this?
2: Yes, please. We are looking up to what the outcome of Wednesday's meeting would be. If they're able to implement all the five arbitral awards, then the council will take a decision as to whether to call it off or to continue. So it depends on what will happen on Wednesday tomorrow. As I speak with you now, our national executives are on their way to Accra to attend tomorrow's meeting.
0: And are you hopeful that um, the ordinary member of CTAC will still stay with you as leadership in terms of your resolve?
2: Yes, please, because if you come to our various platforms, they are so much agitated that they are even saying that we shouldn't call the strike off. That is the cry of most of the members of CETA.
0: Well, uh, we'll follow uh, this uh, particular situation closely. Fidelis Kamaya, thank you so much uh, for your time. He's the chairman of the CTAG Accra branch. So that's the situation. Many of them are heading to the banks and receiving the shocking news that indeed government made good on their promise not to pay them their august salaries for not doing any work during that period. Let's turn our attention to politics now. And the General Secretary of the Governing NPP, Justin from Frem- 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 says the party has a unique opportunity to be firm and uncompromising in enforcing rules governing the conduct of its members with the hauling of some erring members before the disciplinary committee of the party presidential aspirants kennedy Jepong, a leading member of the Alan Chemantin campaign team hopes and three others are expected to open their defense on charges leveled against them today they face suspension or expulsion from the party if found guilty justin kodia tells my colleague blizzard sugar the party will be firm in dealing with the issues before them
4: that the party is governed by rules and regulation. And that's why we are, we are carrying back the party constitution, constitution with me. And nobody is above the, the party constitution. We are all in the MPP because of this constitution. And therefore, as implementers of the provision in the constitution, we should be seen to be fair, very neutral, unbiased, and also take decisions that will be in the supreme interest of the party. And for instance, you can't have it 100 percent, so far as the lessons in Ghana everywhere is concerned, there will always be isolated cases, uh, people trying to flout the rules, people trying to even engage in certain acts which are crime, which, which are criminal in, in, in its nature. Certain things that happened, there were some comments, some um, altercations, some issues that happened which we saw on social media and also from various video evidence that we got, which the party was very proactive to issue a statement uh, to that effect and also to refer to those personalities who were captured in the video to the disciplinary committee. The elections committee had reps in all the 17 police centers and their reps are supposed to send their report to the elections committee. So whichever issues that uh, came up during the process will be brought to the elections committee, the election committee will analyze it and bring it to the national party where there have to be an instig- instigation of display action to some people or personalities. The party will do so without fear or favor. I see. W- would that include some of the
8: presidential aspirants who have gone out on social media to make comments well, against leading members of the party?
4: Well, for what I know, is they are all members of the party and I don't want to segregate into individual positions or uh, whether they are spant or not, so far as you are a member of this party, you are you are supposed to work within the remit of the constitution. So-
0: that's the general secretary of the NPP Justin Frimpong Kodria. Now, the national council of the party is also meanwhile expected to meet on this weekend super delegates conference, run off between um Francis Adenimo and Boachie Jacon. Justin Kodria is hopeful they will be resolved after the meeting.
4: Nobody prepared for a run of elections, but it's a possibility. If we look at the NPP constitution article 1319 one, uh, it talks about selecting five contestants, but it didn't make provision for in case there's a tie, but also Article 18 gives rooms uh, gives room to the, the party national council to make rules and regulations to fill in the gap should there be in the constitution. So fortunately for us, the national council is meeting okay. under emergency meeting to look at it.
0: Well, that's the general secretary of the party. Let me take you live to the party's headquarters. A lot is happening right now. We're told the presentation of report by some observers recruited by the NPP to monitor last weekend's super delegates congress. Actually, presenting a report to them. My colleague Samuel Imbura is at the NPP headquarters. Joins us on the line. Samuel, we'll talk about um, this particular monitors and their meeting. But we we know that all ten aspirants are expected to meet the election committee of the party this afternoon. Tell us more.
9: So, MFR, the meeting is going to offer them the opportunity to raise their concerns on what went wrong during the election process. And also, those who have evidence of wrongdoing will have, the, will have to submit or tender in their evidence for the committee to take um, or look at it and then take further actions on it. So, the aspirants are not here yet. I've spoken to a couple of them. They say they are on their way coming. But um, the general secretary has been here for the past two hours, and other committee members of the election are also here waiting for the aspirants to arrive for that meeting to come in.
0: Mm. Well, knowing that all 10 aspirants uh, will be meeting the party and what we heard and what we've seen over the weekend, how is the party hoping to deal with a possible showdown?
9: Well, uh, it depends on the evidence or the responses or concerns from the aspirants that will appear uh, before them. But uh, we earlier yesterday I picked information that those who are claiming that there were misconduct and um, vote buying or whatsoever, the accusations, they will have to prove them today. I am told that Kennedy at Japan uh, has a written petition and some evidence that he would want to send that before. Uh, the committee, and then they'll be speaking to specifically those who raised concerns, especially in the camps of Alan and Kennedy in Japan, who had issues in the course of the elections and all. So we are still waiting for details of that to pan out. But as it stands now, we do not know the direct or the specifics in which the meeting is going to stand on.
0: Okay, now how about the earlier meeting between observers and the party? Uh, what are we learning from that meeting?
9: Well, details f- from that meeting are yet to emerge. And we are pitching camp within the premises of the the MPP. And when that information is uh, devoid, we'll definitely share with our, our
0: listeners. Thank you very much. That's my colleague Samuel Limbura there from the NPP's headquarters. Meanwhile, the bid by Vice President Dr Mahmoud Balmia to leave the NPP is likely to hit a snag in the November Congress. Although he secured overwhelming vote of over 68% in the superdelegate election, placing him first on the list, political scientist at the University of Ghana, Dr Asar says the Vice President has more work to do because politics is full of surprises. Anything can happen
9: uh the five each one of them is capable of winning and uh, it depends on a number of factors how well you coordinate your activities how well you you know channel out your messages and try to make sure that it resonates with the people how well uh you are uh, in 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 terms of your ability to articulate clearly your policies and programs and the rest of them
0: but campaign spokesperson for Dr. Mahmoud Baumia and Anakumia insist it will be impossible for the gap to be closed by any of the aspirants.
10: The dynamics may change, but the dynamics would change in better favor of Baumia. Because when you look at the scale of his victory, the margins are so wide that it's virtually impossible for the other colleagues to cross that margin. These are not close matches then there are 10 of them 10. if you added the votes of the nine they are the, the total votes is less than half of what bamya got that is what you have if Bamia had gotten 45 percent and the second person had gotten 33 percent the third person had gotten 31 then you could say if all of those groups come together but if they you, you tally up their votes it still doesn't amount to half
0: well so that's uh, Nana Kumia there meanwhile Alan Chairman was tipped to be the main contender of the vice president uh, of the particular uh, you know uh, congress who placed that Ya being some spokesperson for his campaign team said their main aim was to be part of the first five to go for the congress
10: and in 2014 there was a lot of pressure on Mr. Chairman not to run at all just to allow uh, Nanadu to, to go ahead. So some even say that, that he didn't respond and decided to run meant that then the party was determined to tell him that he shouldn't have because they wanted uh, Nanadu to have a crack at it. So that line is not because he, Che Martin declined in popularity. It was because the party was determined to consolidate support behind Nanadu. Unequivocally.
0: That's Yabuabien someone there speaking on PM Express last night. Now, away from politics, the Judicial Service Staff Association of Ghana, JUSAC, has condemned the unlawful invasion of the premises of the Tamale District Court by some residents in the area. The Tamale District Court was attacked yesterday when some residents trooped into the premises in large numbers and pelted the court with stones, destroying fixtures and injuring a police officer and taking away his rifle as well. This led to an exchange of gunfire between the police and the Irish youth. The youth besieged the court, claiming to ensure that a drug peddler who had been causing destruction to the lives of the youth through his business was adequately prosecuted. Well, President of JUSAC, Samuel and um, says the attacks are becoming too many.
6: Uh, members are afraid now because of this incident. In fact, this is not just the first time. Just last week or so, same incident happened at Kandesi. When a suspect was put in a police vehicle the members or the supporters of the uh, particular suspect were forcing to push that person out, pulling out of, of the car. And this is becoming rampant disease. So what we uh, are trying to do is we want management and then the police service, especially the IGP, to reinforce their security mechanisms, especially when uh, there is such criminal matters pending before the court. We want them to maybe put in more police officers.
0: Let me bring in our northern regional Correspondent, Martina Bugri, monitoring the situation for us. Martina, we understand the IGP sent some senior police officers to investigate the issue. What exactly are we learning?
11: Um what we do know is that um they are the discussions is centering on what happened yesterday. Even the the police are late tight and will not give information on what they are they discussed at the meeting. We also know that uh, A team led by chiefs in the area met with the IDP's team to demand the release of the 13 people uh, who were arrested and this done remanded in custody. What we got from the chiefs is that um, the 13 people who were arrested were sent to court this morning at 5 o'clock and they were remanded. Um, The people are saying that they should release them. And they are finding an amicable solution to the tension that is rising in the area. Currently, we are told that uh, Sec is also holding a meeting to deliberate on the happenings that is currently uh, taking place in the Tamale metropolis. Whilst we speak, there are some youth who have gathered at the, one of the palaces. Motorbikes were seized, and um, some people were injured. Some are here with, uh, at the palace there. Mm. Now what they are asking is that. There are members
0: who were picked up and remanded. Be released. Well, do we know if the court is sitting today? And I suppose um, security will be beefed up. Yes, I was
11: at the court premises this morning. I spoke to the Jusac regional uh, chairperson, and all she said was that the national had issued a statement. But all she would add is that they will not let a few unscrupulous people deter them from honouring their duties. And so they were there. The courts had opened. They were holding series of meetings. Ahead of court. Satan. this morning, I went to the hospital as well. The man who was, uh, operated upon yesterday. I saw him at the ward, even though the hospital authorities say they need clearance and their protocols addressed before I would allow to speak to him. I saw him, uh, handcuffed to
0: his bed whilst he laid in the bed. Fantastic updates there. Thank you very much. Martina Bugri taking us on a quick break here on the Midday News. Sponsored by Petrosol, your clean fall in full quantity. Petrosol is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by DuraPlus Ghana Limited, Producers of quality PVC and HDPE pipes and water tank. Where DuraPlus goes, water flows. We've been hearing that it's payday for government workers but no pay for CTAC members as their employers make good threat to withhold their august salaries for no work done despite the argument that Strike is illegal. We return from the break with sports, and then we get into the second part of our forest under siege series. Arocha Ghana is questioning reclamation of land segregated by illegal miners. Business persons, they've
3: gone into our forest reserves, mined it for gold, traded it, kept the profit for themselves, and the public is going to pay for a loan that is now going to be used to reclaim the mess of some businesses. It's not fair.
2: in full quantity.
0: Thanks for staying with us. Time for sports. Danny, are you a hammer now? Of course. Oh, you are? Okay. Join <laughs> us
5: then. <laughs> Let's go straight into the stories. And the Ghana Football Association has announced its election timetable has been put on hold. This is after Division One League Club Kin moved a motion for injunction at the Accra High Court. Kin Faisal argued that according to the GFA statutes, a legitimate congress cannot convene to elect the GFA president until new members of the executive committee have been duly elected. Therefore, they are appealing to the court to stop the GFA from holding the presidential election on September 27, until the necessary elections for representatives from the National League Club's Regional Football Association and other constituent bodies have been properly carried out. Elsewhere, Manchester United goalkeeper Andre Onana has made a return to Cameroon squad for their final 2023 AFCON qualifier against Burundi. This is after a dispute with the Indomitable Lions head coach Rigobert Song at the 2022 World Cup in Qatar last December. Onana has not featured for Cameroon since then. The misunderstanding was reportedly over the former Ajax goalkeeper's style of play, is yet to see for Nana or Anna, the call up. And that's all for sports. Back to you, Ebba.
0: Thank you very much, Danny the Hammer. Now, environmental conservation organization Arocha Ghana is questioning why institutions like the World Bank will continue to fund the reclamation of lands devastated by illegal miners at the expense of the ordinary taxpayer. Joy News Checks indicates more destruction of forests in 2022 and 2023, though the country has secured $103 million from the World Bank to reclaim lands destroyed by illegal miners. Arocha Ghana describes as unfair how the Ghanaian, whose land and water have been polluted, is made to pay for the continuous destruction of the nation's resources. Deputy National Director of the Organization, Daryl Bosu, spoke to Erastus Asari Donko in his upcoming documentary, Forests Under Siege.
8: Think of Ghana's forest as a pair of lungs or kidneys cleaning our air and water, regulating rainfall, sunshine, and serving as a buffer against natural disasters. The country's kidneys and lungs are currently being attacked and perforated at a faster rate by illegal mining. Global Forest Watch data indicates that between 2001 and 2021, trees sitting on 1.41 million hectares of land were destroyed across Ghana. The destruction of tree cover is equivalent to about half the size of the entire Ashanti region, which is about 2.4 million hectares. In these this is
5: the largest. In fact, I don't even know how to start and how to end. I'm even shocked
9: seeing the ground like this. The largest. The largest so far.
8: Forest degraded, water sources polluted, and the attendant change in climatic conditions have affected farming.
0: Why end the It is the forest that gives farmers in this area
12: rain to farm. But now, if God doesn't intervene, we'll not have the rains to grow our crops.
8: Many of these farmers have had their source of livelihood destroyed by the mining of this forest. But their taxes will pay for the $103 million contracted to reclaim the devastation. Environmental Conservation Organization, Arocha Ghana, has a problem with that. Sometimes
3: I ask myself why does even the World Bank even support such initiatives or push those initiatives before us?
0: Now, today on our stories of hope, we take you to the vibrant streets of Accra where two friends turned adversity into triumph, for transforming their passions into thriving businesses. Emmanuel Te and Emmanuel Chemanting, who, despite facing the challenges of job loss during the banking sector shakeup, have emerged as shining examples of determination. The following report delves into their inspiring journeys. Hello.
9: Yes, Quick Rent Africa, Emmanuel here. And I listen to a lot of uh, entrepreneurs.
12: In the heart of Accra, these two gentlemen have turned their passions into thriving businesses. Emmanuel Tay 32, is helping a client find a rented apartment and his friend, Emmanuel Tremanting, now constructs aquariums for homes and offices. But it wasn't all rosy five years ago. When these two were laid off their jobs...
3: Sources close to the Bank of Ghana indicate that the bank was forced to take the
12: action. To the government, it was a banking sector cleanup, but to employees, it was an unemployment crisis. Many employees went to bed and woke up the next day without a job. Tay was a victim of the restructuring and unexpectedly lost his position as an accounting manager at Beige Bank after five years. He said it was one of the lowest moments in his life.
9: So first of all I lost my livelihood, um, I lost my, my lifestyle, you had a certain lifestyle. Imagine someone who was earning something little at the end of the month and then all of a sudden I have to be home and the, the idea of not having a job to go to itself became a bit depressing.
12: Just about the same time, Sherman experienced the same predicament and right from the breadwinner of his home, he started depending on his parents for handouts.
9: I was a field sale officer. As we go out and we speak to prospects on loans, we give out loans. So mostly I was on the field. Okay, so we can speak to the clients, okay, but taking back. Once we give the loan, take him back is the problem. So I have to be laid off.
12: He began working menial jobs just to survive. However, unknown to them. These two were about to embark on remarkable journeys that would change their lives.
0: And take action to deal with terrorist groups moving from the Sahel to the Gulf of Guinea. These are the words of President Akofado as he taxed maritime security chiefs and other stakeholders to stop the threat. He's been speaking at the 2023 International Maritime Defence and Exhibition Conference.
10: I must stress the need for multifaceted technological approach To deny unauthorized use of the underwater surface
5: and above water